one should ever fuck with farmers. I read this crazy article about how AI is like learning how to be racist. It's rock and roll, bitch. It's pretty absurd thinking about it now. All right, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. Complete nonsense. nonsense. Yo, hi guys. Um, this is going to be another little solo mini Bolchevex episode. Um, Kevin is still on medical leave. He's running out of sick days, though. I, I don't know why he's deciding to use all of his PTO at the beginning of the year. But, I mean, pretty soon he'll just be forced into our office because he's run out of PTO. So, if he expects uh, these fat paychecks that we get from uh from doing this very lucrative show um he'll be back soon but you know in the meantime i got some things like some little things i kind of just wanted to talk about for a little bit um so yeah like today at the time of this recording or whatever it's the 20th of january and yesterday um joe biden talked on tv for a while and i'll be real i didn't even know it was like going to happen you know, I got off work and just like turned on the news and like he was just kind of talking. We're doing his like press conference or whatever. So I like I half listened to it. And then I like, I don't know, I realized I haven't fucking listened to this dude talk in so long. Like, you know, I think like we all hear clips, at least like in passing of like Biden, not really Harris. They kind of keep her like way, 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 way in the back until it's time to campaign again so they can get minority votes. I mean, that's, let's be frank. That's all she is there for. They brought that up too, you know, but it's like between him and like Jen Psaki and then like whoever the fuck like is prominent, like in the Republican party that week, depending on like what branch of the GOP is trying to do whatever the fuck, right? Between like the Trump hardliners and the quote moderates. Like, I haven't listened to, like, an American politician actually, like, talk, talk and, like, field questions in a really long time because I haven't really had much incentive to do so. I haven't really had much interest in anything that's going on because it's all just been kind of, like, recycled hogwash and just, like, you know, like just, like, these regurgitated talking points that whatever party um, is going to just keep on, like, kicking out in order to kind of, like, fend off, like, the disappointment from their their base right uh that being said we are going to have a lot more political engagements on all <laughs> available platforms because we're gearing up towards the midterms um so shit's going to start you know pop culture and politics are going to merge more intensely you know like they did during like the last election cycle i would imagine that's going to be the case moving forward for a while too for the next probably like you know half dozen maybe dozen election cycles um we're going to have this like ebb and flow of interest in uh, what politicians have to say and also that's going to depend on what the hot button issue will be you know like divorce from covid and stuff which I, I really don't think is going anywhere but that being said like i don't know i listened to biden talk and just forgot like how fucking boring that dude is and not even boring like he's just like a bad speaker like he's just bad at like fielding questions and he's bad at articulating his thoughts and this isn't like, I don't know, this kind of is like a, like a kind of like mashed potato brain thing, but also it's not like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to do like this, like Biden is dumb. Like, so we need a Republican thing that like, I see a lot of people doing where they'll say, well, at least Trump could fucking talk, which is neither here nor there, but just like, 
watching this man try and like formulate a sentence and like articulate his thoughts was like very weird. It really was just like you get a lot of like weird, just like grandpa trying to stay relevant vibes from Joe Biden, but he has no idea what the fuck he's doing up there. Like he really doesn't like, I don't know. One of the things that he said that really caught my ear was like, he was talking about how he was like proud of like America's response to COVID under his like presidency and how they're like doing the best they can, which is like just completely laughable from either side of the aisle, right? Like that's there is no way that anyone is actually happy with the federal government's response to COVID. No one's actually happy with even like a state's response to COVID right now. You know what I mean? So that was just kind of like not like baffling because I expect literally nothing from these fucking clowns, but it was just like, damn, okay, like we're just like putting out fantasy narrative. Okay, like that's what we're doing. Like that's cool. At least I know what to expect. You know, like one person asked if he was like happy with how Kamala Harris was doing and if she was going to be the running mate and he just like answered yes. <laughs> you know, like he didn't even elaborate. He like refused to elaborate. He was like, yeah, she's doing a good job and of course she's going to be my running mate. And that really is because, like, he he knows that he needs her. Well, you know, the Democratic Party, like the the DNC, knows that they need they need uh, Kamala Harris to to round out that ticket to get anyone at all remotely interested in just like surface level like a rep- representation, right? Kamala Harris isn't doing jack shit for like the party or for like the country. Really, she's not doing much. And it, whether that is like because she is incapable or because they aren't letting her, it's like up for debate. You know, you can kind of hear both sides of that argument if you really want to get into like democratic, like party debates. But either way, like she isn't really in the public eye much, but she'll be around soon when it comes time to get votes from women and people of color. And that's just how it how it is, you know, or at least how it it was last time we'll see if that really works this this coming like you know presidential election because we'll see we'll see how hard uh, biden gets primaried and stuff but god only knows what's going to happen we're not really there yet um they asked biden about like election integrity moving into the midterms and he kind of waffled that a little bit like trying to go back to trump and the reporter's like i'm not talking about that shit man talking about that new shit so i don't fucking know but i don't know one of the big things that i got sort of like stuck in my head from hearing Biden talk. Like aside from just like all the bullshit domestic stuff that he was saying. Oh, one funny thing too was he he said at least once if not twice that he was a capitalist. You know, when talking about like his policy and like the build back better bullshit. Like someone brought up uh like how uh he's pulling the country to the left and he was like, dude, I'm not. Like I'm a fucking Democrat. I'm a capitalist. I'm not Bernie Sanders. Like I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. Which was interesting to me because he was he was being honest and it it's one of those things where like if anyone says they're a capitalist, I immediately cringe just cuz I'm a cool communist, but also it's just like I don't, you know what I'm saying? But then like hearing him try to like articulate this point where he's like, I'm a fucking Democrat. Like I'm a Democrat. I'm a mainstream Democrat. The Democrats like me. They vote with me. Like, I represent my party well. I am not to the left. I am not a left. You know what I mean? And it was like, okay, yeah, like, you're, that's right. Like, that is true. You are a capitalist. And that, like, that is something that, like, it wasn't like a dog whistle or, like, peeking behind the curtain at all. But it, it it's funny to me when, like, American politicians talk about capitalism or socialism. 
because their definition i think is so amorphous you know like they don't really none of these politicians ever really have like a concrete definition of capitalism fascism socialism communism like because it all just kind of like morphs to fit whatever their agenda is literally that sentence you know and so i started thinking about that in general and just how like you know biden's up there saying that he's a capitalist and it's so funny that like the american president feels the need to have to like defend himself by saying he's a capitalist right because it's like so scary and wrong to be anything other than that like to the left meaning like you know like a socialist or, or a communist or something but like it, i don't know i thought that that was really funny just joe biden who is by no means progressive or anything right like i think we can all agree that like he has done absolutely nothing that could ever be deemed like within like the same fucking county as like socialism right like he's not even in the same ballpark like county like state country even right and yet, like, people's perception of what, you know, these different ideologies are is so skewed that a man like Joe Biden has to be like, guys, I'm not a socialist. Like, I don't think anyone who really knows what socialism is would ever think that Joe Biden was a socialist, you know? And that, and that like, that brings up, like, an interesting point that I have to deal with sometimes when talking to people, like, either in, like, serious conversations or just, like, the homies kicking, you know, shit around. Where it's like, unless everyone is on the same page as to what, like, these terms mean, then, like, a lot of political discourse is kind of fucking useless, you know? So, like, if you're a person who, like, thinks that communism or socialism is the United States giving out free COVID tests, you know? Or, like, you know, communism means no iPhone, like, that kind of shit, you know? Like, if, if you don't have, like, a not even like an accurate like definition of these terms because there is some like gatekeeping involved with like the intellectualism behind political debate. And I understand that. But my whole point is like, if you, if you're trying to talk to someone about like a decent amount of political ideology or like political theory or, you know, politics in general, unless you guys like are somewhat on the same page as to what like certain definitions are for various phrases or ideas, the conversation is fucking pointless and you're not going to get anywhere, you know, like and that just like I find myself having to sort of like step back from a lot of like engagements with people. I've been trying to be better about that because it's like we're not on the same page and I'm not trying to be like I'm super smart and I know all this shit. But it's like if if you don't really understand what socialism is, but then you're saying that like Joe Biden is a socialist or the Democrats are socialists, you know. Uh, Obama was a communist because he did this one like somewhat progressive thing that was really more of like a posturing move and not even like you know like anything that really helped anyone you know like if, if you're trying to make these arguments like there's no real room for like an actual informed discussion because unfortunately like you're not informed on this topic you know and and it's not like really like a participation trophy mentality when it comes to like correcting people and everyone kind of being right. But it sort of is where it's like it's rude to correct people now and it's rude to like tell people that they're wrong when like they're calling Joe Biden a socialist because he isn't, right? And so like I find that when I watch like mainstream news where they're just throwing around the term like socialist or the term fascist, you know what I mean? Far left, far right. And, you know, and obviously, like, far-right ideology is more prevalent in American politics than actual far-left, 
you know, policies and ideology is in general. And that I don't really think that that's debatable. You are, it's going to be way easier for you to find examples of far right shit in America than it is far left. That's just how it is, you know, but, but still like when you watch like CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, like any of that stuff, like I'm not talking about like the crazy fringe stuff like OAN and shit. I think they just got dropped from like Roku TV, which is crazy. But like, you know, when, when you start watching like the news in quotes and they're throwing on all these terms, it's like, oh, you can just say whatever you want on TV now. And people will just regurgitate that. And like, you're creating your own reality through like not using these terms correctly. And so it makes it legitimately impossible to have an actual informed debate because everyone thinks, you know, fascism means something different. And so like, you're kind of arguing over nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like the same way with socialism. Um, I don't know. It's, it, it, it was just like interesting to hear him bring up like capitalism and socialism where it's like, I don't think that like you and I are on the same page as to what that term means. You know, like if we were to look out at the press pool for that, you know, engagement, I bet every single person has a different definition of socialism, which I find disappointing yet interesting, but still um, disappointing. I don't know. Like, but one of the things that was brought up during his questioning or whatever was everything that's going on in Russia and Ukraine. And that's a thing that like, obviously like we're always going to have this like post cold war slash like second cold war buildup bullshit with either China or Russia. Cause there needs to be a boogeyman. There needs to be a bad guy, whatever. I'm not trying to do any like based posting, you know, or like, you, you know, like, Doing the shit where, like, any enemy, quote, of America or the West is automatically good and cool, right? And people fall into that trap a lot where they, like, automatically think that anything that is, like, anti-American or anti, like, Western capitalist is automatically correct and good and cool, you know? And, like, I've, on this, even on this fucking show, I've said that shit, like, in jest, right? But, like, I'm not going to sit here and, like, really stand super hard for Russia but at the same time, like, I think that anyone who is following what is happening in Russia right now needs to be able to sort of like discern fact from like CIA propaganda and fiction. And I can hear people's eyes rolling as I say that, but like, it is very true, you know, like when dealing with these other, you know, superpowers or competing, you know, nations in whatever sector. You know, the American media or Western media outlets are always going to, you know, use a certain degree of yellow journalism and a certain degree of just straight up propaganda in order to push their narrative, you know, and have public opinion on their side. You know what I mean? And so when you're hearing about like evil Russia building up troops on the border and they're about to invade, invade Ukraine, like that's true, but also like some of like the commentary gets a little crazy and then you sort of like get lost in this like factual journalism versus like opinion piece stuff that people have been doing more and more in like American journalism in general. But, um, something that you should consider when, um, thinking about what's happening on the Russia Ukraine border is, you know, a big part of this narrative is Ukraine trying to join NATO, right? Like, cause Ukraine is not in NATO. They're not a NATO country. They want to be, but they're not. And Putin doesn't want fucking NATO that close to Russia, right? Because if Ukraine 
if Ukraine joins NATO, they're just going to become one large army base for NATO, you know, to taunt or protect the West from Russia, right? Um, very similar thing that we see with China and, you know, various nations, you know, in Asia, right? Where America or the West says they're going to help or they're going to do whatever, and then they basically just turn into military bases for, you know, um, flexing nuts or, you know, defending, you know, economic and political interest, right? So obviously Putin doesn't want fucking NATO literally like in his backyard. He doesn't want NATO that close. And something that I learned recently from uh, Lions Led by Donkeys, which is a military history podcast that I highly, highly recommend. But through that show, I learned that um, when applying to NATO, one of the rules, like one of the things that will immediately disqualify you from like joining NATO is having an active border conflict, right? You can't uh, be engaged in a border conflict and join NATO. So it seems pretty obvious to me that like Putin isn't going to fucking invade Ukraine. He's not going to risk like, you know, an actual war, right? That's not going to happen. And Biden even talked about like if Russia does small skirmishes, we'll deal with it. But if something big happens, like we'll have to deal with that differently type of thing. He threatens sanctions and all that bullshit that they're going to do because he doesn't want to instigate like a hot conflict, a hot war. I really don't think that it's going to get to that at all because it really seems like Putin's just playing like a pretty decent, like, quote, nonviolent card that he has. And I'm no fucking expert in what's actually happening in Ukraine and Russia, like on the border and shit. But like from everything that I've been able to gather from, you know, the news and like Twitter and, and Instagram and the pages that I follow, like, it really makes sense to me that what's happening is Putin is putting troops on the border to make a like non like combative like a no shots fired as of right now border conflict just in order to immediately disqualify ukraine from joining nato you know that that makes more sense to me than him actually invading you know if he doesn't want nato that close fuck it put some fucking tanks and troops on the border you know and then whoever fires first is going to be in the wrong but i don't think that he really has any intention of actually pulling any triggers he just wants to have them there so that, like, you know, through the rules in place, NATO's stuck. And, you know, that's just kind of, like, the way the way it seems to me like things are going to go down, which, I don't know. I would be surprised if it goes differently, but I guess we will, we will really see. Um, I don't know. Some other stuff that's been going on kind of recently to touch on is, like, you know, it was MLK Day this week. And you see a lot of people throwing around Martin Luther King quotes and talking about him, which is cool. You know, like that's pretty dope. It's disappointing how whitewashed MLK uh, is, was, or whatever. Um, people don't really talk about a lot of his like anti-capitalist um, positions that he had, especially towards the end of his life and career, uh, which is which is unfortunate because he really, you know. There's some really, you can look them up. There's some really good quotes that he has, you know, involving like the American power structure and capitalism in general and how, you know, capitalism is actually a very big issue, right? So um, obviously like his civil rights work uh, was tremendous and shit like that. I would never downplay his, his involvement in civil rights stuff, but I think that people should be a little more um, knowledgeable about his anti-capitalist work as well. So that's just like something if you have some time to look up some of the shit he said over there, because it's actually pretty fucking tight. Um, I don't know. Oh, 
like depending on when this comes out, like there's going to be more weather in the mid Atlantic soon, you know? So this isn't like a weather report or anything, but like, you know, with the shitty weather, just like make sure you're fucking ready for it, you know, with fucking salt or whatever you do to melt the ice. Obviously there's like ecological concerns with like salting shit shovels and just like if you're traveling just like be fucking smart you know maybe get some groceries ahead of time check on your more vulnerable like people who can't get out or don't get out that much and make sure they can like get the shit that they need you know we all gotta look out for each other because no one else is you know what i mean so like if you have the time and the resources like check up on people you know maybe do a little supply run little grocery run just for a couple days in case something happens you know i don't think anything wild is really in the forecast but with labor shortage in general and big air quotes and just everything kind of like not working and our infrastructure rapidly crumbling, like a minor snowstorm can really do a lot of damage for a lot of people who aren't in like highly serviced areas. So just something to consider with people, you know, in your general circle, whatever that means, like check up on people, look out for people, you know, maybe just try to make sure that everyone's safe is really all all I want to get at because people don't really think about a lot of like the practical weather like prevention stuff like until it's here right like a lot of people don't think about like where their shovels are where their ice scrapers are like if they have salt until it's actually snowing and then it's all sold out at the store so if you have time maybe pick up some shit for you see if the homies need some pick up stuff for them too you know but that's really it that's all i really have for like this week's little mini episode I appreciate you guys for listening. Um, you know, we all, all three of us do. Um, if you like the show, please like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us a five star review. Give us, um, you know, a good rating and, and stuff like that. It really helps us out a lot. We have a Patreon for five bucks a month. You get an extra episode every time we do like regular episodes and stuff. So those are always fun. Um, that we really appreciate the people who do subscribe to the Patreon. It helps make this show, you know, sustainable, really. <laughs> Um, you can find Bolshevix on all social media platforms and from there you can find the individual profiles for myself, uh, Kevin and Andrew. We, you know, really appreciate it when people engage with us over there and stuff. But, um, yeah. Thanks. Bye.